0: You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses. And you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by NHTSA.
1: Hello and welcome to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa at blogtalkradio.com with your spiritual consultant, Tia Johnson. Hello and welcome. Yay, today's Friday. It's going to be a great day. Um our guest today uh Richard Permit. He is in the UK, so he has to call internationally. So he has to wait for the Skype button to appear. <laughs> so uh once he um once he calls, then we'll we'll let him on and and then we can get to all the good crystal talk. So um meanwhile, I'm just going to play a little meditation music till he uh gets back on and then we will begin the show. So just hang tight in there, and I will be in the chat room as well.
2: Oh, okay. Okay, here we go. Are
1: you locked in there? Mm -hmm.
2: Hello, Philip. Hi, Tia. How are you doing? Good.
1: How are you? Yeah.
2: Good. You just disappeared. You still there?
0: Hi, Philip.
2: Hi. Who's that? Hi.
0: It's Brenda. Hey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, Hi. You sound good
2: morning. Very, very, you sound very far away.
0: <laughs> okay. I think we must be having tough technical difficulties somewhere.
2: Yeah, I can um, hear you you're there somewhere
0: okay but no Tia
2: Uh, she was here but she just seems to have disappeared okay so are, are right. we
0: uh, I guess we'll just go ahead and, and wait for her to come back on hi um, I'm not sure
1: there she is hi Tia yes. <laughs> I got disconnected I'm sorry <laughs> 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 I'll get it right it, well, it, we're, we're not going to say Mercury retrograde. We'll just roll right through it. We're just going to go gonna go right through it. So <laughs> thank you, everyone, today for joining the show. And I am delighted to introduce to you the U.K. Crystal Hillies author and teacher, Philip Hermit, about his upcoming Crystal Hiller USA workshop tour. Yay! <laughs> Philip has written five books on Crystal Hillies with Crystal, excuse me, and has created the Little Meditation Album series including a Grammy nominated meditation album, the Little Meditation Album. He is a Reiki Master teacher and also teaches meditation at the UK Crystal Shop and Healing Center in St. Albans, England. And then I also posted the link uh for uh his uh his information in St. Albans. And now uh, Philip has taught Crystal Pillar certification courses in the UK for twenty years and bring Craft of the crystals to the U.S. for the very first time by offering the crystal healer certification course. And I also posted his information um, uh, so you can follow the the, uh, the crystal healer um, course in the U.S. So, Philip, I have to tell you, um, I know orig- it's, it's funny how Spirit puts things together because originally we were scheduled to be on the show a couple of weeks ago, and I had to schedule, and then I took uh, uh, the Hibiscus Moon. Um Crystal Hill, of course, and she recommended your book. And and then uh, Brenda uh, was telling me about you. And I thought, oh, my goodness, this is a sign from spirit. It's funny how things work out. So thank you so much for being on the show.
2: That's absolutely great. We all end up together at the right place at the right time. Uh, it, I've got a really, really bad connection here. So do excuse me if I drop out every now and again. Can you hear me? Oh, yep,
1: yeah, I can hear you fine.
0: I can hear you, but I also have a bad connection. I wonder okay. if we shouldn't um go to a commercial and, and try to reboot.
2: Yeah, I can hear you, Brenda, as well. Let's try that.
1: Okay. okay. All right, let's try it. We'll be right back. <laughs> mm mm-hmm. Hello
2: Philip. Hi, I can hear.
1: All right, good, good,
2: good.
1: <clears throat> so, again, I thank you for being on the show. <clears throat> so, um, in regards to stones uh, and rocks and crystals, how, how did you get started? Where was the very first thing that got you going?
2: The very first thing. Well, actually, it's interesting you say that because um, I, my father was really into. Um ghosts and spirits and especially proving they existed and taking photographs of them and uh, he wrote a couple of books actually on spirit photography many 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 years ago and um, so I grew up with that sort of background and so everything was okay and acceptable and nothing was really weird in my house and uh, alternative therapies were all you know very useful but I didn't actually need them because I was fit and healthy and you know didn't really sort of get into them at all. And then uh, one day, I, I had uh, appendicitis, actually, and uh, my appendix burst, and I, I sort of curled up with it and ended up in hospital, and that's when I started to get into alternative therapies and found them really, really beneficial and tried all sorts of things, lots and lots of them.
1: Wow, that's very interesting. I like how um, a lot of things tend to ten, be generational. I know you did how there were a lot of, it was just normal, and um, I just thought oh, Growing up with my grandpa, uh, dreams, numbers, everything like that was just normal. So I, I like how it's just the uh, like I was saying a generation. Um,
2: thing. Yeah, sorry, Tia, you're breaking up again, but um, oh, yeah, I, I think I got the gist of it. That, um, that that sort of I grew up in a situation where all of the things that that many people consider weird or strange or whatever were just normal in my house and and. Uh, yeah it was things went bump in the night and uh that was okay right
1: so um in regards to your crystal journey um what was an early experience where Crystal that taught you that there was something amazing that could uh help others
2: okay with crystals themselves the first thing actually was on myself and um it was uh in that that sort of period of time when I was unwell and one day uh, I was in hospital and I'd had an operation and uh, I'd had problems because uh, my sciatic nerve was actually stuck to a bit of gut and the doctors tried to separate it in surgery And they failed and they severed the sciatic nerve and said to me um, afterwards that the operation was a great success and they were sorry that I couldn't walk. And, uh, you know, I, I was 21 at the time and thought, no, this is a load of rubbish. Of course I can walk and just tried every alternative therapy I could find. Amongst those was Crystal's. And at that time, I was actually at university doing an applied biology degree. So uh, my sort of instant thing was was science. And for science, you have to have something you can touch and hold. And with lots of the energy um, healing modalities, you can't actually hold anything or touch anything. It's there, you know, but but you haven't got anything physical. And the reason why I really got into crystals was because there is something physical. And that gives you so much more that you can actually do because you can help people who just don't go for the whole sort of energy thing.
1: Right, right. And also, uh, it, it, we use crystals so much more than we realize. I I said um, a couple of times before how um, crystals are in... Um, uh, the x-ray machines or um, the MRIs, it's is different uh, machines that are used to help us with crystals, and it was like you were just to use crystals in a healing modality to let other people know, you know, more about these crystals and how it can help and all that good stuff.
2: Yeah, well, if you think about, you know, where crystals are in your house, you know, how many things have got an LCD screen, which is a liquid crystal display, which has got crystals in it. So your your TV may very well have it. Your computer almost definitely does. Anything with a flat screen is likely to, unless it's a plasma screen, which is something else. Um, but most things do, even small, small displays like, like your microwave or your dishwasher or your washing machine or your tumble dryer. Uh, i hope those are all phrases which are used in america as well but all of these things have got little lcd screens um also anything with a solid state electrical circuit in it um that's a, a sort of physics thing but the, all of them have got quartz crystalline because quartz crystal have uh, an ability to hold electrical charges and balance electrical charges and uh, everything with the word solid state on it or in the instruction book which is anything with a sensitive electrical circuit will have a quartz in there somewhere. Uh, things like timepieces, watches, most people have got a quartz watch these days, mm-hmm. all over the place, Every, everything, you can't exist in this 21st century world with our 21st century lifestyle uh, of computers and jet planes and cars and everything else without crystals. They run our technology.
1: Right, exactly. So why not use them for healing, right? It's, it's everywhere I'm, I'm, and it has multiple uh, properties and like you were saying, the energies and all that good stuff. So it's 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 definitely there. The proof is in a pudding, so to speak.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, they're out there, they're doing these things and everything, you know, we're only talking now on an internet radio station because crystals are in there somewhere running it. Uh, you know, the, the original wireless sets were... were crystal wireless sets, weren't they? So, you know, that that's going back in time. And, you know, without them, we wouldn't have radio at all. So the, these things are all, you know, crystals do things. And how we then apply them to, to the body um, to to change things, improve things, balance things, basically, make things better, give us a better quality of life. And those are all things that come out from crystal healing.
1: wonderful. And um actually I forgot to mention the call in number. I this happens already in the nailing number. Sorry. The call there are people in queue, but the call in number uh for domestic callers is six one nine 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 six one six four one. And for international callers, uh must use Skype it's 917-889-7908. Sorry, okay. Uh oh and we do we also have Brenda uh, on the line from Healing Crystals well uh, okay so uh, who were some of your early uh, influences in
2: the crystal world? well you know it was really strange because 20 years ago over here in the UK there were very few people really doing anything in crystal healing I think there were about six of us um, and we were sort of to be honest making it up as we went along there was no one else around um, there were some of the melody books were around and she, I think she was quite a big influence actually on all of us over here And uh, I always remember, actually, there's a, um, you know, I'm quite short and slim, and there's a a guy who uh, was doing a lot of crystal work here who was a a Celtic shaman. And uh, if you don't mind the phrase, he really looked the part. He was a ginormous man with a massive beard and uh, really, really sort of gorilla of a guy. And uh, he always had these absolutely massive crystals. And uh, we did a lot of work together. And um, he, uh, one day we, we were having a discussion because I always use small crystals and he always had massive crystals. And I said, you know, do, do your crystals really make that much more difference than, than my small ones? Because it's the same crystals that we're using to do the same things. And he just said, no, oh, no, but when people come and see me, they expect to see them. And it's part of what what crystal healing is for some people because there is a psychological side to it as well as a physical side. And sometimes when you go to see someone, your thought that you're going to see someone to get better means that you're actually getting better before you go and see them.
1: Right. Absolutely. And I like that you uh, brought up... um the different size and their crystal, and some people need to see it. Because in some cases, some people do have to see it, and then, then their beliefs get stronger, and some people don't have to see it, and their belief is still stronger or, still or becomes stronger. That's that was yeah.
2: That's absolutely, yeah, absolutely right. Sometimes people uh, emotionally just need something to hold on to as well. They need something slightly bigger. And sometimes, you know, physically, people with with arthritis or something in the hands are going to find it really awkward to, to hold a very small crystal. And it's going to give them more hassle than, than the healing they're going to get from it. But by and large, it doesn't actually make that much difference.
1: Very interesting. Because I know that that's one of the uh, the age-old questions: Does size matter? Does you know, should it be double uh, terminated crystals? Should it be clustered? So that was just really interesting. I'm glad you met. That, uh, you know what?
2: I, I don't know if I can say this on an American radio show, but why is it always women who ask the question about size <laughs> and whether it matters?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, as a woman, I don't know. It's just one of those things that I guess inherently just came down a generational thing, I guess. The only the only way I can probably rationally um, explain it is uh, going back to caveman days. You, when there's anything bigger and better for um, agriculture and protection, I guess it's just bound generation to generation. You want everything because it feels more secure and that you have a bunch of everything bigger size, all that stuff. <laughs>
2: Should we change the subject? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. It was Have just you, a thought. Um,
1: <laughs> do you uh, believe that the, the healing modality has uh, changed over the years?
2: Yeah, it has. In some ways it has. Um, it has in as much that it's become much more um, professional. Um, the the way that it's taught and the way that it's practiced is much more standardized and although lots of different um, crystal healing schools do work in different ways almost always it comes down to the same basic techniques and i think that what happens is or what has happened over time is that a lot of people have looked at lots of things other people have been doing and thinking, yeah, actually, that works as well as the stuff, not instead of the stuff I'm doing, but as well as the stuff I'm doing. And so you end up bringing more and more in. And although your focus may still be where it always was, the other things are coming in around it. And other people uh, are bringing in things that I've done. And... Their focus is still where it is, but they're bringing those things in around what they're doing, and so things start to overlap a lot more.
1: Right, I I have noticed that as well. Um, Things overlapping and using things in in conjunction with something else. So, yeah, I definitely uh, agree with that. So your uh, your workshop tour, I'm very excited. I am trying my best to get you to come to Philadelphia. So I am working with people on my end to to hopefully get that going. So, um for for your workshop tour, what type of training book workshop attendees uh come away with?
2: Okay, the the first part of the tour that we're doing is all uh level one. I actually teach the Crystal course in three levels. And the first level is it's more than a beginner's level, but it takes you from a beginner right up to being able to do self treatments and doing treatments on other people it does take you quite far it's a very 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 practical course because i'm a great believer that all of the stuff that you can get in in books uh, and as you you know Tia, i've written several books um including the crystal healer but um and in there's lots of stuff you can get from books so you don't actually have to come and listen to me talk about or read from my book you can read it yourself So instead of that, I do all of the practical things in the class. So all we do is very briefly get everyone up to a basic level and then get on to the practical things because it's those practical things that you really just can't get from a book.
1: I love that because I have been to uh, seminars and and workshops where people almost verbatim talk about their book and there's not much interaction and a lot of people go for the interaction like you just hit the the nail on the head so to speak where you said you can read the book but the the workshop is is practical you know you're going to really have that interaction I love that because that's what people want they go to workshop you know because people you know they read the book they love it they understand it and they're looking for that 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 face-to-face interaction so to speak so that's
2: it's absolutely absolutely practical it's got to be practical or else there's no point in in me travelling 5000 miles to do it you know i'll i'll post a book it's fine so it will be absolutely practical and all of the courses we're doing in the first uh set of workshops are all at level 1 And then hopefully we'll be back later on, uh, well, actually the beginning of next year, and doing some more workshops. The Level 2 is what we call a practitioner's course. And over here it's linked to uh, the Professional Association of Crystal Therapists in the UK. And when you do the Level 2 course, you can have the full membership of that organization. I presume there are uh, equivalent organizations in America as well. And that basically qualifies you as a uh, crystal practitioner. And then the third level, if people want to do that, that's the point in time that you want to actually pass your knowledge on to other people, and that teaches you how to teach the level one and level two courses and other workshops and classes and talks and whatever else about crystals.
1: That's amazing. I like that it's also uh, been down to steps like that because um, the crystal world. Oh my gosh, it's endless. <laughs> you know, they one crystal can have several different uh, you know properties. So. It's good that people won't be overwhelmed because it's it's you can know a lot about one crystal. But then somebody might say, okay, well, that crystal means this to me. So that's where that one-on-one interaction comes to play, where it's not exactly everything that you read. It's because crystals do so much.
2: Yeah. um, The other thing that that I found about um, working with crystals is that potential that any one crystal can do almost anything. And if you try and teach it like that, then everyone sort of sits in the class and thinks, well, what does that mean? You know, what do I need to do? And so what I've actually done is almost... I, I got really inspired by the way that um, Reiki was taught. So I did Reiki in the early 90s. And um, I was really inspired by the fact that you could take someone who'd never done anything healing-wise, nothing spiritual in their lives, and you could take them, and over a weekend, you could turn them into a Reiki healer. And I thought, that is what you've got to be able to do with crystals. Oh, yeah. And so, so the crystal course really does that. That level one, anyone at all can come and do it. It doesn't matter if, you know, they're a Reiki master or a, a, a really, you know, they've been practicing for 20 years, 40 years, whatever. They've been working with crystals themselves, or someone who's never done anything before, you know, never, ever done anything before on a healing level or on a spiritual level, they can come to the workshop and they will go out after the first weekend, just those two days, uh, being able to do self treatments and treat other people.
1: Very interesting. So it seems like uh, two benefits of coming to your workshop are that people can get that one-on-one interaction and also they can tap into um, energy that they probably didn't know about and and leave as as a, a more powerful healer.
2: Absolutely, it is, uh, as well as being healing, it's actually a, a sort of journey of discovery for people as well. Um, they, they sort of find things out about themselves that they really didn't know, or maybe they did know, and this, this is something else actually, I know I'm drifting slightly, but one of the reasons why it's so easy to teach crystals, crystal healing, is because most people, when they start to do it, really f- feel as if they've done it before, but they know what they're doing. And it's almost as if I'm reminding them how to do it rather than teaching them how to do it. It's as if they've done it before in another time, in another lifetime, whatever.
1: Yes, I was getting ready to say that. Oh, yeah, a lot of people yeah, that I have talked to as well, It, it just, well, the words I like to use is it just feels natural. It just feels like uh, there's something I'm supposed to do. It just feels like my energy and and what my favorite crystal is, the Amethyst, it just feels like we're insane. And that's like, like old oh buddy. <laughs> you know, that's exactly what it feels like.
2: Yeah, that's absolutely right. Just totally natural. And it is, once you actually get the hang of it, the easiest thing in the world is to teach crystals. Because everyone actually just taps into them so easily. or. I, I always describe it that it's a little bit like um, you probably don't remember because you're a bit too young for this but um, in my day we sort of just started having computers being available for, for people to use sort of on an everyday basis there wasn't one in every house uh, you know there might have been one in every university and that was sort of about it and uh, when we we started to get, to, to get into them we had to learn new keyboard skills and new mouse skills as the PC came out And really, it was something totally different. And once we did that, then we could tap in to the knowledge and the memory that's stored in the silicon chips in the memory of the computer. And crystals are exactly the same. We just have to learn some new mouse skills, new keyboard skills, and then we can talk to them. They can talk to us, and we know what's inside them.
1: Yeah, that's... um... Yeah, that's, that's some of the stories that uh, my my older coworkers were telling me. That you know, there was one main computer, and and uh, we had to take turns. And it reminded me, I was just reading a book about Atlantis, how it was one main crystal, and and people were able to download information from that crystal. And I'm thinking, wow, is even though Atlantis is just in a different time, it's like are we using a similar method where we have a computer and we download the information. So that's just, that's really
2: yeah, I think that's a good picture of it. Very good, yeah.
1: So it, it, it also seems like people who participate in, in your healing classes just leave with um it, it seems like that they will be able to be um healthier in a sense because they're they're tapping into um uh their their subconscious, they're being killed, they're many people but they mean like minded people. So it seems like they're uh when people participate in, in the training class, there's a lot more benefits than one could imagine.
2: Yeah, there is. Um, uh, Partly, they go on a journey of self-discovery with crystals, and crystals sort of guide them step by step. They're almost the, the stepping stones to the soul, if you like. And as people go through each level of crystal healing and work further and further and further along their own path with crystals, they discover more and more and more about themselves as they start to heal themselves, and they can go into another level, and a deeper level. Or a higher level, whichever way you look at it, it doesn't matter. But there's something else always that comes out of it, and people grow and they blossom as they're working with crystals.
1: Yeah, they they really do, and and also just just as as a side note, what I noticed that uh, speaking of people who blossom with crystals, crystals tend to to change but their form. I noticed my crystal might be a little bit smooth, and I might put a, a dent or something. Have, have you noticed that as, as well with crystals?
2: I'm sorry, you broke up too much on that. I'm still struggling on the line a little. Oh,
1: okay. I, I was saying that I noticed, since you mentioned people uh, who tend to blossom, I noticed that when I work with crystals a lot, the form tends to change a little bit. Have you noticed that the crystals change a little as you work more with them? Ah, uh,
2: right, okay. Uh, if you're saying, I think I caught you, that you're saying about the crystal changing as you're working with it. and right. um yes. Uh, many crystals do some of them um, are really wonderful and magical Um, there's there's something called metamorphosis quartz which is one of my my favourite crystals and um, that one actually changes colour as you work with it it gets a pinky glow and it's completely weird because it will hold the pinky glow after you've been working with it if you put it down and slowly over a while you know, a few days or weeks that pinky glow will drift off and it will go back to a cloudy white colour again and then as you start working with it again, that pinky glow comes back again. It's it's just weird, but it's great. And there are other crystals that will change. And basically, you're working with energy. Um, so as energy is going through a crystal, it's changing. Some Most of the time, they're changing so subtly that we can't see them. But sometimes they change really dramatically, and we do notice it.
1: Oh, yes, definitely, definitely. So um, I know you talked earlier about the gentleman you met who had um, a different uh, crystal. Uh, Can you talk about uh, another story where someone has helped you immensely with crystal healing?
2: Okay, there's um, uh, one very uh, uh, nice and simple one, which is uh, very silly, but it's very, very simple. And it really shows to me and demonstrates the power of crystals and how strong and powerful they are how it's got nothing to do with the placebo effect and they just work and it was many years ago um, when I had a store and I owned a store in England And uh, a whole bunch of people came in, most of them were into crystals, but there was one guy who just was not into crystals, total, complete and utter sceptic, not interested in the slightest. And everyone else was getting crystals, and and he said, well, okay, then, uh, douse me a crystal, because I was dousing crystals for people, and he said, douse me a crystal, what crystal do I need, what's good for me? And citrine came up for him, and I instantly said to him, that it's something to do with his tummy. I knew it, I just felt it, It it's something to do with his tummy. And he said, no, his gut was absolutely rock solid He had no problem with it, never had a problem with it in his life at all. And I said to him, well, look, you take this crystal and just phone me in a couple of days and tell me why you've got it. It's something to do with your your gut. Well, the next day he phoned me and he said that that night, uh, unexpectedly, some friends had come over. They'd gone out for dinner. He had his crystal with him. Everyone else had food poisoning except him wow and he just didn't believe in it and so that that's the sort of thing to me you know it's not too important because everyone was okay 24 hours later that's not an issue um but he he was just totally obviously convinced that's what happened and they work amazing
1: yeah just as we were talking earlier crystals are so profound and their their workings are truly endless and um I also like how you followed your, your intuition, and I think that's one uh, issue that people may experience with crystals, they may not follow their intuition, they may second guess, but I like that you just you, know, you just said, here, take this crystal and basically say, give it a chance.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing, when I'm teaching the course, I, I really appreciate that not everyone feels intuitive all the time. And lots of people, especially when they're new to this, sort of, this whole field and they're coming and doing maybe their first class, Um, They're a bit almost scared maybe about intuition. So I also teach um, dowsing, pendulum dowsing, and everything we do is mirrored with pendulum dowsing. So if there's a way of selecting a crystal, for example, intuitively, there's another way of selecting it with a pendulum. So every, everyone can use a pendulum. It is the, the simplest spiritual tool, the simplest divination tool on the planet. Um, you know, it, it's based on dowsing. We've been dowsing for water for forty thousand years. You know, if we can't douse for water, we shouldn't be here. We're, we're human beings. That was what we do naturally, whether we we know we do it or not. We can all do it, and so working with a pendulum is really just second nature. Everyone can pick it up in five minutes.
1: Amazing! Awesome! Awesome! So. In addition to uh, helping people to dows, how do you get uh, people to overcome that, that fear of, oh, I don't know, in regards to the intuition, of the crystal? crystals?
2: Uh, well, the simplest thing actually is the pendulum and mm-hmm. pendulum dowsing because um, as people work with a the pendulum, they become more confident that they get a feeling inside them. We've all basically got what I call an internal pendulum. And it's the bit inside of us that says yes and no to everything all the time. Now, sometimes, for example, with um, really big things, you feel it. And it's usually only those really, really big things, sort of when you're in a place and you really know you don't want to be there and you get this horrible sinking feeling and you just think, hey, I've got to get out of here now. That's a sinking feeling. And then there's the big elation of wonderful moments that we all have in our lives, not too often but they're there and we have that massive lifting up feeling which is great and wonderful but inside us our internal pendulum is actually going up and down like that on a very very small scale all day long the whole time and so What's happening when you actually have a pendulum and you see the the, pen, the crystal pendulum outside you going backwards and forwards, um, it's saying yes, you have a little feeling inside you saying yes, and slowly you recognize those feelings in, inside you more and more and more.
1: Yeah, that's, that is good because um, that's one thing I, I realized too. When I first began doing crystals, you do get to feel that feeling. I think that's part of when you become insane with the energy around
2: it, that's So Yeah, any- the more you practice it, I think the more you work with a pendulum, the more you realize you don't need a pendulum. Mm-hmm. And then you eventually, I mean that takes time of course, it doesn't happen instantly for most people. Some people it does, most people it doesn't. But as you work with the pendulum more and more and more, you need to work with it less because you start tuning into your own intuition.
1: Definitely. So in regards to um, like the crystals uh in the workplace, um, you have provided crystals for movie sets. Can you uh talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, um, I've done quite a few, actually. The last one was only in the last week or so, uh, which is the new Disney film starring Angelina Jolie, um, and that's Sleeping Beauty. And there's a a Fairyland. I can't say too much about it, because everyone on the set is sworn to secrecy. Um, But there's a Fairyland, and the Fairyland has loads and loads of crystals in it, and it's all created with crystals, um, which I've supplied all of those crystals to. In actual fact... I think I have some of the what can only be called casting shots for the, the crystals that we'll post online soon. Um, and that's absolutely great fun because it's working with the technical people uh, on the show. And really it's thinking about um, how to light crystals, which crystals will work with cinema lights, with uh, theatre lights with show lights. Because when, you're working on, when they're working on location, the lights that they use are totally different to the lights we use indoors you know our, our everyday lighting so you know i i can have specialist lighting to display something for people to look at uh in a store but it's t- totally different to um it's totally different to the lights in a, a, a cinema to, to, in, a, in a movie
1: yeah that's um very very good point because we work with crystal um Want to set the right tone. Sometimes, uh, well, say you want to take um, a, a crystal healing bath, You don't want to put some crystal in the water because it may uh, dilute. And like, and then um, working with different lights, you don't want to damage the crystal. You want to be able to uh, help the crystal to work better with you. So that's pretty cool.
2: Absolutely and a, a lot of the problems actually that we had around this uh, this show was that um, a lot of it's filmed on location, it's outdoors and we have had rain in the UK, um, serious rain, deep rain, wet rain, lots and lots of wet rain um, and so any crystals that could be damaged by water we just couldn't use at all.
1: Yeah, so it, it's very important to know and sometimes people have a really good intentions and you know then they're just like oh what happened to my crystals so that's pretty cool i look forward to that now
2: yeah <laughs> I, love crystals. And, I mean in the past i've also done all sorts of uh different uh tv film things photo shoots for for magazines uh we did the the merlin tv series over here um we did uh, one for harry potter films we've provided some crystals for and, and it's just sort of on and on and on and uh uh, we did everything um, that was in Chemical Wedding, which was a film about Alistair Crowley, and they even used my store as location on that. Um, and it's just been, it's something that's great fun.
1: That's really cool. It sounds like a lot of fun. And you've done something that you love to do, so that's even, it's like a bonus.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, it's, um, it's not real. Um, the whole movie world obviously isn't real. And so it's joyful to step into it for a short time and then step out of it again two days later. Um, <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's a wonderful experience.
1: Yeah, it, it really seems like it. So what do you enjoy most about teaching um, your crystal certification workshops?
2: Ah, the... the realization that people have when they feel when they really feel crystal energy Um, because most people even people who have been working with crystals for a long time haven't actually felt crystal energy purely and simply by itself because usually when we're working with crystals there's some of our own energy or our clients energy or the energy in a room in a space all of that goes into the feelings and one of the exercises I do in the the first level of crystal healing is to take all of those things away and leave people with just the sensation of purely the crystal energy, and it is such a revelation to them. It is joyous.
1: Yeah, I yeah I I can understand that. That's really awesome. uh,
2: And and this is the sort of thing I mean about um, the classes being really, really practical, because I can talk about that all day long. It doesn't matter. You experience it once for one moment, and and it's wow. Um, Right. It has to be practical.
3: Exactly,
1: exactly. So what was it like to write a crystal book with your wife, Lynn Thomas?
3: Ah, now that was
2: really interesting. We had a great time with it. We looked at some places which uh, are just places that we love. There's uh, Avebury in the UK, uh, in England we focused on, and uh, I don't know if you know, but over here we have stone circles, big stone circles, like Stonehenge is probably the most famous one. But although Stonehenge is very big and impressive, it's tiny compared with with the Avebury site. Um, Avebury has a stone circle that's so big it has a village inside it.
1: Wow that's um, that sounds really cool like i can imagine the energy in that
2: area it, yes it is unbelievable because you have this two stone circles one inside the other with a village there as well and then there's uh, an avenue of standing stones which goes about 2 miles to um, an area that's called the sanctuary which is actually um um a a wooden it was originally a wooden circle that predated uh, all of the stone circles so it's going back four five six thousand years in time Um, and the energy there is absolutely fantastic and then there are things like silbury hill which is this this massive man-made white hill Um, and it's yeah the whole site is just wonderful and needs to be uh, explored with time, and we love it there. And the other place we really like is, um, is uh, the Sonora Desert in Arizona. Um, and there's a place there which is called Signal Hill, and there are petroglyphs there, which, again, date back thousands and thousands of years in time. And there are various legends and stories uh, from the Indians about who did it, who created them, the original people of the area, uh, but the feeling there again is absolutely fantastic. We've been there a few times, and if anyone's down in Arizona and you can get into the Sonora Desert at, at Signal Hill, um, it's worth just going and spending some time there, just quiet, everything disappears.
1: Well, I i noticed that uh, when I visit certain places, um, the energy one thing that definitely picks up the air quality and energy so when you mention those places i'm thinking oh that's somewhere i definitely want to visit i was in uh <laughs> in london back in 2007 and one thing i noticed was the air this felt so crisp just really really good and you mentioned this is makes me want to say like duh because the crystals and the air, all the energy right there so it makes sense that certain places uh the energy and the air just feels very different than other places so that's really cool that you brought up um
2: Totally, totally. It feels absolutely different, um, completely. And actually, when we're over, because we're coming over and uh, the first part of the workshop tour uh, goes to Minneapolis and Madison and Dallas... And all of those places are places I've never been to. Actually, I've been to Dallas uh, a couple of times and we've just sort of flown in and got a transfer flight and flown out, which I don't think really counts. And so they're, they're areas of the states that we haven't been to and we're really looking forward to exploring some of those sort of real natural high-energy sites. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Actually, I should make a, a road trip out of this. <laughs> <Just going across. laughs> So uh, I'm going to play uh, one of your meditations, and I'm going to use uh, well, my favorite crystal, is the amethyst. So um, I'm going to play this meditation from the Little Crystal Meditation album, and of course, it's meditation five, amethyst. <laughs> so uh, I know I've been breaking up here and here. I do apologize for that. Um, so I'm going to play this, and people in the, in the chat room, let me know if you have issues hearing this, and I'll turn up the volume or turn it down, this to about okay. So, just a moment while I get this started. And, Philip, and so I'll put you on, on mute so in case you need to take. Okay. All right.
3: Place your amethyst crystal bed on the floor or a table in front of you and for a moment simply look at it and observe its beauty. circle of amethyst light starts to rise up around you, in front of you, to your right,
4: behind
3: you, to your left. As the light comes up above your head, it closes itself into a dome of amethyst light. From the top of the dome, the amethyst light fuses down inside the dome, filling the dome with amethyst light, until you find yourself sitting in a dome of amethyst light, surrounded by amethyst light, feeling calm, relaxed. feelings and emotions, sustaining the clarity in your mind and leaving it calm, clear and focused and your body relaxed. Let yourself float on this amethyst, One more time.
1: That just felt lovely, <laughs> and I have a nice meditation in the afternoon.
4: <sighs>
1: well, in solo case, uh, the evening because it's, I guess, almost eight o'clock in um, London, um, or in England. So we have, um, oh, actually put. Okay, so Brenda, you're also on the air as well, if you can um, get through.
0: Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi there. I'm running contests in the background.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was getting ready to say that. For um, thank you to the people in the chat room, uh, Brenda's having a contest going on there. So thank you for Shaggy, Demi Fox, Elena Guest 3315, 3336, 3428, 3449, Moonstar Blue, um, Rihanna, Belly Betty, That's Brenda, and Crystal Zero. That's Phillip. Yay! So. Um, I, there was one particular question I saw in the chat room, and Brenda, I think you answered it, which is a really good question: is how to know? Um, it's about picking the right crystal or a reputable person.
0: Oh, reputable, reputable crystal um, dealer. So, of course, we recommended Philip, mm-hmm. and also Healing Crystals. You know, I'm community coordinator for Healing Crystals, and. Those are both two great places to get the crystals if you'd like to have them. So I I recommended those and put the links in the chat room.
1: Yeah, so yeah, the the links are in the chat room. Um, I believe you were giving away, I have to scroll up, where were you, having a contest? For? I just oh.
0: posted a picture on our Facebook wall of Minneapolis, uh, which is our first uh, tour stop, and our... Moonstar Blue just won the record or uh, book of her choice of Phillip. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Awesome.
1: <laughs> All right. Yes. So uh, let's get to our caller from a 608 area code. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, Tia. Hi, how are Hi, you? Hi, everybody. Good. Hi, Philip. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. This back. is Moonstar, by the way. <laughs> Hi, Moonstar. Oh, hey. <laughs>
0: Good thing I lived there. Uh, I guess the question I had for um, Philip is, um, my husband and I both have uh, physical injuries. I have a back, uh, bad back. And um, is it not,
1: sorry, I'm trying to think how to word this. Is it not a good thing to be uh, trying to do crystal healing while you're also on
0: Say like a a strong medication from a doctor, or does it matter?
2: No, you know, Moonstar, I I uh, don't think it matters. Um, of course, there are effects from it, but um, working with the crystals is going to help in any case.
1: Okay, because yeah, I just I wasn't sure if it would kind of counteract the, what
0: the crystals are trying to do by taking say, like a pain medication or, like, a muscle
1: relax and something like that. Um, so yeah, it,
2: it's of okay course, to do that? Yeah, of course it's not absolutely perfect, but it is absolutely okay to do it. Be- yeah, I think... Okay, Chris well, also- I br- Yeah, sorry, there's uh, a very strange sort of echo going on on my bit of line here. But um, basically, yeah, working with crystals is going to improve the situation you have.
0: Great. I appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time to answer my question.
2: You're welcome, Moonstar. All right. Um, Brenda,
1: did you want to go over the, the tour dates and locations?
2: Yes, I
0: did. Um, we're starting out in September, and our first location would be Minneapolis. Um, we're going to be at uh, ZRS Fossils and Gifts, which is in um, Uptown, the Uptown area, and they have a lot of cool little shops and stores there. And we're really excited to be starting out in uh, that location. Um, ZRS Crystals does fossil uh, field trips and all sorts of classes, and um, they're just sort of uh, in charge of like the mineral- mineralogical. Society in that area. So they um, they do seminars and um, all sorts of things related to crystals and rocks and minerals. So we're excited to be pairing up with them for our very first thought. Um, and from there, we'll be going to uh, Madison, Wisconsin, and we'll be visiting Mimosa Books and Gifts. Um, Ashley Levy is our host there, and she has a beautiful storefront there as well. And we're looking forward to um, seeing that area. It's It's new to to me and also to my fiance um, Michael as well, so we're we're doing a tour as well. I mean, this is interesting that Philip will be going to a lot of new places, but we will also. Um, but Dallas is our last stop in our last stop in September. And Dallas is my home, so I'm really excited to be going home at the very end of our first leg. And Stephanie Arnold will be hosting us there. Um, she has a, a company called Crystal Energies and. He'll be in the Dallas area on September 22nd and 23rd. So it's every other or every weekend in September, the 8th and 9th, the 15th, 16th, 22nd, and 23rd. Those three weeks, and then Philip will be coming back in January and February um, to be go. He'll be going to Tucson. Also, uh, we're looking at Southeast Florida, uh, San Diego, and we have one more location that we're hoping to find, just the very best place to wrap up the tour. So we're we're still taking calls and getting a lot of information about different areas and seeing where demand is best and um we're having so much fun talking to all the store owners and all the people who are in charge of various venues and locations. It's just been such a uh, interesting process and um it's just wonderful to meet so many like minded people and we're so excited to bring Philip here and can't wait
1: to get started. Oh yeah, so like good times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Awesome. I, you know, I just had a thought while Brenda was talking as well, because um, someone was asking before about a reputable uh, source for crystals, and of course over there you've got um, ZRS Fossils and Gifts. So if anyone's in the Minneapolis area, you might want to contact them, or Mimosa Books and Gifts as well, and also Stephanie in the Dallas area.
0: Yes, and we'll have links to all those pages on our Facebook page, Crystal Healer USA. Facebook page, as well as payment pages for um, all of various uh, locations, which we'll be posting the beginning of next week. So ticket sales are ongoing. Right now they've started at um, the Madison, Wisconsin location, and again, we'll be plugging in all that information beginning of the week and offering an early bird discount uh, for registration um, for the end of the month. So just watch our page for more details.
1: Right, and the uh, link's been posted in the event tab, and Brenda's been doing an excellent job posting all that good stuff in the chat room. So um, there, there are lots thank of um, yeah ways to no problem. Thank you. There are lots of ways to find out um, what's going on. So uh, we have a question from the chat room, Elena, and I thank Elena so much. She's all the way in Russia, and it's definitely nighttime there as well. Um, her question is: Is there a crystal that can help to fulfill all wishes and dreams? And she wants to know is there a crystal for an obstacle breaker.
2: Um, to fulfill all all wishes <laughs> and dreams. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yes and no. Um, let Let's be absolutely honest about it. That there are lots of crystals that will help if you do the work. But there isn't a crystal that's magically going to do it for you if, if you don't do anything at all. Um, so the best thing to do might be to start off with a, a quartz crystal point, just an ordinary quartz crystal point. Pick one which is, that just jumps out at you and says, hey, me, me, I want to do this, and just sit with it get to know it first and then sit with it and explain to it really what it is that you want what are your, your dreams what are your goals what's, what's all this wonderful stuff it's going to get for you and spend a little bit of time just maybe 10-15 minutes each day with it for a couple of weeks and then see if things are starting to happen because over a couple of weeks it should have gotten the message and it will get some of the energy out there and things will start to happen
1: nice and um would you also uh is is there a certain um I'm trying to think of the question that should she put a crystal next to her uh say on her nightstand should she meditate with it or
2: keep that quartz crystal with you all the time 24/7 uh meditate with it put it next to the bed or or under a pillow um, or under the bed just keep it with you during the day Hold it as much as you like. Play with it as much as you like. Much contact as possible.
1: Awesome. All right. And then we have a caller from a 267 area code. Hello, you're on the air. Maybe they're just listening. We'll get back to them. Okay, and Alina, Alina is typing yeah I liked her question um about the wishes and dreams but i remember as a kid i wanna of course we all want our wishes and you know wishes and dreams to uh to uh to happen and, and when we see certain movies it's like oh what what's that the key factor what can we do to um make that happen and as we were talking earlier, crystals are good to help us in conjunction with a lot of things so that's um that's a really cool question. Oh, Lena just said thank you, or great, thank you. (laughs) So I really enjoy that question. Yeah, and also, um, because my my favorite crystal is the amethyst, uh, when I listened to the meditation, I just kept picturing, or I kept seeing like this amethyst just spinning slowly about. So I just love how you don't necessarily have to have a crystal next to you per se but the energy is still there it's just yeah, like you, it just
2: travels and you, you know what the more you work with the same crystal over and over the more that you actually are in contact with it and you can picture it the whole time i used to have a, a crystal that i work with just for pain for for helping mm-hmm. clients with with pain and just pain relief and one day I did a really stupid thing and I just banged my ankle and uh, it, it was a, one of those really horrible funny bone catches that just floored me. And I knew that if I had this crystal, I could just move it around a few times and it would take the pain away because it wasn't anything serious. And I didn't have the crystal with me, but I thought about it and the pain went.
4: Oh.
0: Wow.
2: And, and the more you work with the same crystal to do the same thing, the more it will do that and say
0: I believe that I do believe if you hold them and you call to mind the crystals that you've had in the past or the ones you've worked with they just come through your hands and they're available for you right then I think that's awesome oh yeah that their energy is amazing
1: and actually and, oh I'm sorry you go ahead no that's all oh uh, I was saying also and uh, in, of in course I'm taking with uh, Hibiscus Moon uh, Stephanie was saying how uh she was working with a crystal, and she called it her her buddy or best friend, I believe. And uh, she had it uh, close by to her on on the bed. And she always gets up on time, like around seven o'clock, to to uh, to go to work. And one day she felt a pain in her back, and she's like, "Oh my God, what is this?" And she rolled over, and she thought, "Oh, buddy, how could you? How'd you put a stab me in the bag? And then she realized that she almost overslept. And it was exactly the time it was for her to wake up. So Crystal's help, like we've been saying all throughout the show, Crystal's help more than we can ever imagine.
2: Yeah, that's absolutely. Uh, they do amazing things, and we should just accept things as they happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. And we have another question from the chat room um, from Care uh, Nesco. Hi. I was wondering if I could ask a question. Sure. I've been feeling a bit off lately, almost uh, smoggy. Can you tell me what crystal I should use? Uh, just a moment. I just to scroll up again. Can you tell me which uh, crystal I should use or if there is a card that pops up for a little bit more direction?
2: Okay. The first thing is the, the sort of smoggy feeling and feeling a bit off. Um, One of the really great crystals is Jasper and it's overlooked a lot because it's not that pretty and it's not that sparkly and it's sort of a coloured rock but it's a great crystal and it acts as a tonic, just a general tonic so if you're just feeling a bit off rather than anything really being wrong or a bit smoggy and can't quite sort of get up and go and feeling a bit down that tonic, any of the Jaspers, Red Jasper would be good, Yellow jasper would be good but any of the Jaspers at all would be really, really good. Uh, and as for a card, well, let's give them a shuffle and see what comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, shuffling cards on live radio, which is one of the most exciting <laughs> things you could possibly imagine. Um, you know, well, it is, isn't it? You know, How many times do you get to hear live shuffling on radio, you see? <laughs> yeah. Your okay. own
0: personal uh, casino. <laughs> yeah. Well, the card that
2: actually comes up is uh, is the King of Cups, and it really suggests that there's something going on um, with the emotions. Mm. So it would be good if we had uh, Cronesco here, um, but ah, I see that his whoever it is is there in the chat room but uh, the king of cups is uh, very very much to do with emotions and maybe controlling emotions being in control of emotions and that's the sort of uh, suggestion that maybe something's draining your energy on an emotional level
1: Hmm. okay yes she wrote sounds great yes Hmm. okay yes and she's also typing Okay, yeah, so um, that's, oh, yeah, so that's actually um, a good point. Uh, Crystals that tend not to look so pretty tend to get overlooked. And so (laughs) that's funny you mentioned it. I was just like, oh, yeah, that's so true. How many times have I done it? Like, oh, no, I want this one. Oh, and Canesco wrote, uh, yes, absolutely, a little relationship problems.
2: Okay, well, that's great. Um, I hope that helped a bit. Uh, should we move on to the next person?
1: Sure. Okay, let's see here. Uh, let's see, there's another two... Uh, I'll, six, tell
2: you, huh? I'll tell you what, actually, whilst things are just coming through. I was thinking about talking about um, a new CD of mine, which has just come out. And it's come out in the UK. It'll be in America in a few days' time. And it's the little pain relief meditation album. And one of the reasons why I did it was because there's a whole issue around pain and it seems to be this massive, almost an epidemic. Um, It's getting almost ridiculous. There are apparently 80 million people in America suffering from long-term chronic uh, pain. And so the little pain relief meditation album is six short meditations, all working slightly differently, and you can try them. You can download them individually from iTunes or Amazon and uh, you can buy the CD and you can try all of the the meditations and one or more of them will help almost everyone that has a degree of long-term pain. And it's such an extreme situation in here in the UK, almost everyone I know either has pain or knows someone who has pain. So it's something really worthwhile looking at.
1: Oh, yeah, and that was, um, I believe it was our, our first caller, she was asking about using crystals in relation to um, the pain she was having and um, pain medications. And, uh, yeah, that's just seemed like such a big, big, big problem. And I think also because a lot of um, people, uh, um, spiritual coaches, try to help people, uh, d- direct them away from taking a lot of the, the pain medications so that way they have more of a natural um um, pain release that way they won't have the side effects from the pain medication so then there's a bit of a oh what can I use can I use this the crystal would that help so that's interesting
2: yeah there are uh, lots of crystals that will help pain uh, they do tend to be specific for, for specific areas of the body and, and different conditions from how we're in pain
1: Yes, and here, uh, Brennan just wrote the Rutilated Quartz and effinant Stone are really great for chronic pain.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely right. The other one, the, the thing that comes up... A l- Sorry, that's uh, an echo coming back again. Oh, no, that's um, okay. Something that comes up a lot was uh, Moonstar, actually, when she was on... She mentioned about her back. And backs do come up a lot. Um, and uh, the back is... Uh, something that I don't know people do have loads and loads of problems with uh, with backs and one Mm. of the things you can do is you can take a selenite crystal a nice long thin crystal and place it underneath your bed uh, so it's going up and down vertically up and down the the bed in line with your back and just leave it there under the bed in the morning cleanse the crystal and put it back under the bed again and so each night you're sleeping with the crystal underneath your bed and you're getting four or six or eight or however many hours sleep that you're getting you're getting that crystal healing the whole time during that and it does ease back problems
1: nice and I, I also like that you uh, stressed um, to do do the, uh, the healing consistently and I also think that's one thing and you also mentioned this earlier in the show that um some things will take time. It doesn't happen right away. And I also believe that's another uh, key element that people will leave um, with after they go to your your workshop is that they will have a better understanding of the process.
2: Yes. Yeah. Um, And. Uh, Brenda's just mentioned as well Kunzite for backs, but Kunzite actually gives me, give me another idea, because there are a lot of uh, emotional things that people hold on to, and it's almost um, as if there's a compulsion to do things. And addictions as well, things like smoking cigarettes and those sorts of things. And peop- things that you want to let go of, things that you want to get rid of, stop doing. If you want to give up smoking or if you want to just change how you are, your patterns in life. Kunzite's is a really great crystal for that.
1: Oh, my goodness. Kunzite has been popping up a lot of times for me um, during my crystal studies. So this is just like a confirmation that I should be working with. <laughs> <laughs> That's very interesting. And so, I, what
2: are you going to give up, Tia?
1: I need to give up. Uh, well, I gave up Pepsi. I need to give up chocolate. That's been my, <laughs> that's just my, been my, my latest thing now. Um, I feel like there's something else that I'm missing, but yeah, that's that's the the latest and greatest now. I mm. used to love Pepsi. I used to drink it all the time. Now I have bottles of water in my home. <laughs> I don't even buy it anymore. So uh, yeah, that was that was definitely great confirmation, which I like. Okay, and then. Oh, mm. another question. I have to scroll up. Um, oh, Betty <laughs> wrote, "No, tea women need chocolate." <laughs> that's funny. Uh,
2: I don't think that's a question for me. I think that's a statement. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's funny. Oh, where's the other question? That was a good one. Oh, I can't find it. Oh, okay. Oh no, there was someone answering a question. Um um Rihanna was the same moon. I personally personally went with guidance and feelings and you will know. Oh, that was in, in regards to her question earlier. Um but we, we talked a lot about going with your your guidance and feelings with um with crystal work. So that's I believe is going to be your your main um element to help you figure out which crystal works with what you're you're working or what you you need at the time.
2: Yeah, we we sort of work in three ways with it. We work intuitively. We work with the crystal pendulum to help select crystals and um we also work with books as well.
1: Yeah, um I there I have uh several books um in regards to, to crystals and and also like I was saying earlier, your, your book is recommended in the well highly recommended. She stresses that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, <that's laughs> the hilpia, <the>, um uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the, uh, the crystal Healer. Um Yeah, and I like that it's very uh it's an easy read where, you know, the colors are there and because a lot of times people um say if it's um talk about Reiki, uh they may have a throat issue. And and for some reason they're just drawn to the color blue. They may not realize it at the time, and they're thinking, oh, well, blue, blue, blue. And then they don't know the name of the the crystal, but they can search in a book like, oh, okay, blue. And oh, this sounds right. I need this crystal. So I like that it's like you were saying, it's practical and um all that yeah. good stuff
2: yeah and you can also see the uh, subtleties when you've got all the blue crystals together you can see yes okay they'll all do something on the throat but they'll all work in different ways and subtly be different as well and then move in different ways because some of them will move from the throat down into the body and some will have energy that goes from the throat up into the head
1: oh yeah they're they're definitely uh connected um -hmm. It, if you have a problem somewhere, it's usually sometimes, or more times that I have noticed, there's something else going on um, in other places. And actually, my friend texted me. He's in a crowded place, but uh, he as he said, he has an infant son, and he wants to know what crystal is good to use to work with babies.
2: Um one of them straight away is chrysocolla, and um, chrysocolla really helps the early development of, of children. Um, traditionally, either coral or jade are crystals that, that people have traditionally had for, for like a child's first stone. Jade mm. sort of brings wisdom, long life, um, all the sort of wise things from the, the sort of Chinese tradition. Um and all of them are great things for to be wished on a child. So either jade or coral traditionally.
1: Yeah, I like that um the jade that's um that's really really well I like the thing of a really, really pretty uh color stone. Um hmm. I think also with with babies, um, the colors matter a lot. Um especially, you know, when people want to decorate the baby room, they want to pick the right color. So uh, I'm, I'm thinking, why not pick colors that match the, the crystal when you decorate the room to surround them even more with that that color? So that's, that's what
2: I'm thinking. A- absolutely. And remember, when a baby is very young, it's um, or actually even before it's born, um, it's so connected with its mother that the mother can choose crystals feeling about how she's actually feeling will be influenced mm-hmm. by the baby. Especially Definitely. the baby in the womb. Mhm. So she can choose crystals for the child, for the the the, the, the to be born infant.
1: Mm. Mm. Definitely, and yeah, babies pick up loads of energy and feelings, so it's good to have them start off picking up at least some good positive energy from crystals. <laughs> start off mm. good, you know, on a mm. good note. Awesome. And I'm looking in the chat room uh, now. And oh yeah, Brenda's talking about uh, the complete guide to um, crystal chakra healing. Yeah, we were just talking about chakras. And uh, yeah, that, that right.
2: sort of yeah, that takes a different approach to, to crystals. Because in the crystal healer, really look at, at crystal healing techniques. Two hundred and fifty crystals in detail. And then 500 different ailments and which crystals to work with and how to work with them for each one of those 500 ailments but in the complete guide crystal chakra healing that takes everything from a different point and looks at an energy center basically the the seven major chakras and how those are um, how those relate different crystals and how different crystals can do different things and partly looking in color but also there are lots of crystals that don't relate to the the normal if you like color for a chakra that can have great effects on the chakra as well
1: oh yeah I am a uh, firm believer that uh, it definitely helps with the the chakras Um, even though I love my amethyst and (laughs) have more amethyst than probably any crystal in my home I do try to at least get at least mm. one color, associ- one color crystal associated with it, the, the um, <laughs> the chakras. <laughs> it's funny, but yeah. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, are there? Oh, okay. So there's another question in the chat room. Are there any crystals to help have a baby?
2: Yes. Um, a really good combination is uh, moonstone and rose quartz. And a lot of the time, there are reasons why people can 't have have a baby, but more often than not, it is actually linked to stress so even if someone has a weakness it's, it's, if the situation 's perfect and they 're happy and calm and relaxed they 're much more likely to get pregnant and so The thing to to really look at is making things in the best situation that you can. And Moonstone, one of the things it does is it helps to balance the hormones. And so the hormones which are needed uh, to to allow pregnancy to actually happen and move on, Moonstone's really good for that. And Rose Quartz is loving, emotional um, and calming and gentle, very, very soft and gentle. Two of them work very well together.
1: Lovely, yeah. I um, I do love the, the rose quartz. Actually, when I work with the uh, the goddess Quan Yin, I always bring in a rose quartz. I just feel so much more calmer. And I actually use it while I work too, because <laughs> at work sometimes you just you meet interesting people, and it's good to have that that calming effect. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's really cool. Um. Moonstar, oh okay, sorry. Moonstar was asking about the tickets. Um, Brenda, she's talking to Brenda in the chat room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, um, yeah, I, I like that. I actually uh, used to put uh, different crystals on the windowsills in my home and all that stuff, almost having a, a crystal grid, so to speak, in the
2: home. So yeah, I like you that. know. You know, talking about precipitating crystals on the window ledges at the home, is there's one crystal which really is quite magical, and uh, no one really knows why it does this, but pyrite, just ordinary iron pyrites. If you've got noisy neighbours, just mm. put iron pyrites, pyrite, a pyrite crystal on each one of your window ledges, and your neighbours will become a lot quieter. I don't know why it works, but it does <laughs> work for everyone all the time. And I've seen it done magic i have done it magically in a class where I've been uh, in a room overlooking a, a main road, uh, and traffic's been going past, and we're trying to do a meditation. And I've just taken a pyrite crystal, put it on the window ledge, and it's as if someone's closed the windows. Um, it's really incredible.
1: That's awesome. I love that it works. It's okay. I don't have to figure out how it works as long as it works as good as me.
2: I don't know how it works, but it <laughs> does. And that's awesome.
1: Mm. So we have another call from a 267... Thank <laughs> you. Wow, that's really loud. Sorry, that's really loud. I can't hear. Let's try this again. a kid. Hello? in <laughs> there? Yeah, it's too loud. I'm sorry. I can't make out what she was saying or he. Um... But, yeah, so that's that's really cool. Um, I'll keep that in mind if I ever have um, neighbors like that. <laughs> so, that's really cool. And looking again in the chat room. Okay, yeah, talking about the tickets. Yeah, so hopefully I can get you to um, come to Philadelphia. So cross my fingers. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm, uh, you know,
2: I, I'm quite happy to come to Philadelphia. You just need to speak to Brenda about that one. hmm <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I was talking to Brenda um, about that a little while ago. So hopefully, cross our fingers. But yeah, um, I love. I I like to call it the wonderful world of crystals because there's just so many beautiful crystals, and some of them not so beautiful, but they work beautifully. And uh, again, the the magic of it is just amazing. So I just love that. And Let's see here. And, and we talked a little bit about back pain as a question. Would it be better to do Oh, okay. Would it be better to do a grid or place them on your body for chronic back pain?
2: Um, I always like skin contact. <laughs> better do mm-hmm. uh,
1: a grid
2: oh.
1: or
4: place
2: them on your body. For Hello? That was my cadence, Hello. just jumping out completely. But I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Um, That's okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I prefer skin contact, and I think that... I know there are people out there that will disagree with me, but I think that that grids support what you're doing as opposed to actually the main way of doing it. And if you can get crystals on the skin, they will work better and faster.
1: Okay, good. Okay, she wrote, thank you.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, with things like back pain, you can even take a small uh, crystal... And uh, selenite again is good, and you can just tape it to the back to the skin with uh, surgical tape or something like that, and leave mm-hmm. it there all day. Just check you're not allergic to the tape.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Huh? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Pain is just unfortunately just one of those things that is just it bothers so many people. Oh, she's running <laughs> smiley mm-hmm. face. <laughs> good to know. Uh, you're most welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, yeah, that will. Um help her along her road to recovery or healing. Mm. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I actually talked about a story uh, one time where I was having um, loads of foot problems, and uh, normally I would go to my Malachite, but I didn't have it on me at the time, so I used a tiger's eye on my foot, and um, I actually have pictures of the the tiger's eye. It's almost colorless. After I placed it on my foot and I had... um, um, uh, like a band is wrapped around the, the crystal and the crystal was in the injured area and my foot felt hot then it cooled down and when I removed the stone it's discolored it's, it just seems like it's uh, like all the color was washed away and there's markings on it so it transformed but I feel bad I felt like the poor crystal is lifeless.
2: Yeah, you know, sometimes when you're working with crystals, um, especially something like rose quartz or amethyst, the color can really drain out of the crystal. And usually they're just acting as if they're overworked and underpaid and need a rest and a holiday. <laughs> mm.
1: Mm. Yeah, so that was really interesting. I have pictures of that yeah. on my, um, my Facebook page. What, what is uh, your favorite crystal to uh, work with?
2: Oh, my favorite crystal, uh, tourmaline i have a very very expensive tourmaline habit uh much more expensive than many drugs, but they're absolutely <laughs> wonderful and much better than much much better than drugs for you um no seriously um they're absolutely wonderful crystals and uh they they're sort of uh, yeah tourmaline is very protective it looks after you and it's uh Guides, yeah, helps to guide your thoughts. Mm.
1: Mm. Very, very interesting. Yeah, um, I like that as a protective stone because um, just in traveling, you just want to just. And I believe it's a grounding stone as well. So, just in, when you're traveling, you definitely want to be grounded and you want to make sure everything goes all right. So that's that's interesting, especially with with healers. I so feel like you want to make sure that you. uh you, you're able to um, release the energy that you picked up when you were healing someone.
2: Uh, absolutely, you want to stay grounded and you don't, you, you want to, well, working with someone, you're going to have a very intimate energy uh, experience with them. And what you need to do at the end of it is leave it. You need to leave it behind um, and then move on. Otherwise, you'll end up carrying one person's energy to the next person. It all gets very, mm-hmm. very messy and confusing. Stay grounded.
1: Hmm. Well, we're down to uh, about a minute. I want to thank you again. I know it's late at night in the UK, and thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show and talk about your upcoming tour and your books and crystals. I'm so, so thankful.
2: Thank you, Tia, and hopefully we will end up in Philadelphia and we'll get together at some stage.
1: Definitely, definitely. Um, Again... uh, Brenda posted uh several of the links to uh to the tour um, there's Facebook.com dot forward slash crystal uh um, Philip is there any other um, website that you wanted to
2: uh yeah you can always check my own website as well which is uh www. uh the yeah, you, sorry, I was getting the echo again. My own website, the easiest way to get to it is thecrystalhealerusa.com. Uh, thecrystalhealerusa.com.
1: Awesome. Mm. Okay, so everyone, check it out. If you can, make it to the workshops to get that one-on-one interaction, all that great stuff. Brenda, thank you so much for being in the chat room and joining us. Thank you everyone for be, who uh, called in and who were in the chat rooms. Thank you so much and have a wonderful, holistic weekend.